get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, bonga fish, angari. Glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. Hallelujah. Father, we are open to you. We are ready to be blessed of you. Thank you, Lord, for the entrance of your word that gives, that gives light. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Can you welcome someone on your right and your, on your left? Say, Happy Sunday. It's nice to see you again. I'm glad you're here. Glory to God. I want you to turn with me your Bible to Genesis. We already rounded off on the subject going in here on Thursday. And we had a marvelous, marvelous time in the world. And also enlightening and eye-opening time in the Word of God. But today I want to show you something about the power of sin. The power of sin. Sin. And I want you to turn first to Genesis chapter number... Chapter number 12. Genesis chapter number 12. From the first verse says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Have you found that? Have you found that? Okay. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee. And curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed that's me right there actually uh, that's the word for me okay now God gave this word to Abram Abram who was a an idol worshiper and uh, God called him and the Bible says after God called him God gave him this word 
And God says, I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. Then he says, Indeed shall all families of the earth be blessed. How in the world was that going to be possible? All families of the earth will be blessed through one man. Now, every time God wants to do something spectacular in your life, something that is beyond the norm, something that is beyond what your your natural ability and qualities can achieve. God always seeks for you to cooperate with him. And how do you cooperate with him? You must learn to see it. How? Not with your optical eyes. Maybe I should tell you this. God has given us three set of eyes. Or, I should say, God has given us uh, eyes in three realms. The first one is what we call spiritual eyes. Now, spiritual eyes are the ones that we use to see things into the realm of the spirit. And the spiritual eyes are controlled by God. In other words, it's God who determines what you see and who you see. So, he's the one that decides when to open your eyes. That's spiritual eyes. You can be anywhere and he chooses to open it. Some people say, well, I ask God, I say, Lord, open my eyes. And then he opened it and I saw something. Well, you asked him to open it, but it was still his choice to open it. He answered your prayer and opened it and opened them. Okay, so you saw into the realm of the spirit spiritual eyes are foreseen into the spirit realm things that cannot be seen with your optical eyes seen into the spirit realm seeing things that are spiritual angels demons all these are in the spirit realm um god jesus you know they don't exist physically or um you see some activities in the realm of the spirits okay that means god has opened your spiritual eyes or a vision a vision all those are spiritual sin okay so the spiritual eyes are controlled by god is what that decides what you see and what you don't see the next set of eyes are the physical ones the ones that we call the optical eyes this set of eyes you are of course in control of what you see and uh, partially others too okay so this set of eyes you you decide what you want to look at you decide what you want to see can choose to close your eyes against something you can decide to look something look at something it's you who is in control not god you decide what you see with him then there is another one which is your soul eyes okay usually talking about the eyes of your mind but you use your mind to see you see and that one 
you also god has given you the power to also control it but there are a lot of things that are responsible for what you see the key one is the information that you have that you have received and believed so your soul eyes or your mind's eyes some people don't know is a tool is an important tool and some don't know how to use it and they don't know that it could destroy them it could bring destruction or it could bring them greatness okay so while we're talking about the power of sin i want to show you how to see with your soul eyes with your with the eyes of your mind and it's powerful and usually <laughs> all right let's let's look into it now now the reason why i brought you here in genesis chapter number 12 verse 1 into 3 is because i wanted you to see what god has said to abram like probably god has said something to you that is beyond the norm when i mean usual beyond the norm or usual uh, beyond usual i mean for instance you you may not need to see some things to have them happen to you somebody say well i didn't see that job coming i just had it yes there's a possibility that you didn't see it and it happened why uh, because you have the qualification you walked into that place you did did you appear there you walked with your leg into that place you applied for the job and when you applied for the job they tested you interview and then they liked what they heard or what they, they saw or your qualification after testing you you passed and so they gave you the job so those are just normal things they should happen i mean you wrote you wrote an exam to, to come into the university you chose that university and then they chose you and you said you didn't see that coming you did have to see it coming in fact you did have to meditate on that before it happens because you already apply so those things are usual things but when we are talking about god doing some extraordinary things in your life doing some things that are beyond your qualification things in a nutshell doing some miraculous things producing some miracles some things that are beyond then brother you will need to see it first god does not deliver any miracle to anybody without the person seeing it first and when i'm talking about miracle i'm talking about miracles because some people have mixed miracles up they don't know what miracles are uh, some funny funny things lord we thank you for the miracle of sleeping and waking that one is not a miracle it's the fact that's not a miracle sleeping and waking is part of the human nature that's how god made it if if you don't if you sleep and you don't wake up hey, that's when something has gone wrong but you were made to sleep and wake it's part of the whole deal it's like saying that thank god for the miracle of eating what are you talking about you were made that way to eat it's like a woman who's pregnant and says ah thank god for the miracle of pregnancy uh-uh the body has been fashioned to carry pregnancies simple so those things are not miracles sometimes we, we just want to be religious and we say thank you for the miracle of sleeping there are those who didn't wake up those are the ones that you should know that something is wrong how could they now not wake up you get that so and i'm talking about miracles i'm talking about what is miracles what what, what is miracle what's a miracle 
A miracle is God's divine intervention in the affairs of men. God's intervention in the normal course of things. Things are going in this direction. And then they are supposed to go in that direction normally, usually, ordinarily. But then God steps in and changes it. Changes that direction. That's a miracle. You see that the guy was born lame. Okay? Why? They say something happened to the bone, the backbone. And so, the backbone, probably the spinal cord, maybe they are not together, and so on and so forth. And for that reason, you will not have to walk. Because everybody else that works has the spinal cord together. So, what happened? We have to remain that way. But then, God steps in. Divine intervention. God steps in. And then, something happens to his spinal cord. His leg receives strength. His bones receive strength. And the guy is walking. That is a miracle. And for that guy to have that kind of miracle, he will have to see it first. There is no miracle you receive from God that you don't see first. That's the reason for teaching. If you're having a healing meeting, I will have to teach first before ministering to the sick. Because if they don't see it, they will not receive it. They will have to see their healing first. And when they see their healing, uh-huh, God cannot cooperate. God cannot cooperate with them. And that's where the problem is. Some people, you know, after seeing the healing for that moment, they receive it. Then we teach them how to keep seeing themselves healed. Because if you see the healing and you receive that healing now, you must keep seeing yourself healed. Otherwise, if you keep seeing yourself as the old, you know, the guy is healed now of stomach something, maybe horse. <laughs> so he's healed. And who? Day one, he has eaten. Um, all the things that he couldn't eat before and it's okay wow 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 he's happy day two everything is still okay but then day three the devil starts speaking to his mind or he starts becoming afraid again are you sure this healing is real and so he's trying to be careful about what they want to serve now so, but he doesn't want to spoil things. So he says, uh, "They say, can we breathe?" And mm, he feels like eating. So I don't just feel like eating. He's afraid for the stomach. They might come back. Oh, you see, he has stopped seeing himself healed. And the moment you stop seeing yourself that way, you lose it. That's God's principle. To have a miracle and to retain it, you must learn to see and keep seeing it. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Mm -hmm. That's important. So there's no miracle you get. That you don't see first. God spoke to Abraham in this place about his greatness. But did you know that God had to help Abraham to see these things? For instance, God said to him, In you shall all the nations, the families of the earth be blessed. How is that going to happen? Because the guy doesn't have a child. Doesn't have a child. And when God was talking to him, God was referring to his seed. God was trying to tell him that you have plenty of seeds all over the world. But now he doesn't even have a child. And do you know that for years, 
this was delayed. He didn't, he didn't get it. He didn't. And then, God knew that if he should continue like that, he may not have it. So God had to step in. If you turn to the 15th chapter, same book. From the first verse. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I'm thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. <laughs> oh, something got my attention, you see. And Abram said, Lord God, what would thou give me, seeing that I go child childless? Can you talk can you talk back to God? Can you talk back? like this when god is talking to you yes because you see when god shows up some people think they will not be able to talk some people say you'll just be paralyzed you won't even be able to see anything no when god shows up despite in all of his awe and reverential fear that will come on you but yet there's a boldness in your spirit because god is a god of boldness not a god of fear he said we have not received the spirit of fear when you are in the presence of God, He lets you be you. You are just you. Okay, that's the difference between God and the devil. When the devil shows up, he brings so much fear on those, of course, who don't know who they are, or who are not Christians, until they can't see anything, they are completely paralyzed. But when God shows up, despite all of His glory and splendor and all, you will still be able to talk. You, you may not be able to tell how you get the boldness, but you will still be able to speak. Now look at God is talking and Abraham is replying. And Abraham was not born again. He had the Holy Spirit. And he had the God to reply. I love that. It's called righteousness. See, I'm the righteousness of God. Uh -huh. And Abraham said, Lord God, what will thou give me, seeing I go childless? Now remember that for years they've been on this issue of childlessness. And God has promised him, I'll give you a son. In fact, God said, I'll give you a son. And blah, blah, blah. But, and in the, um, from the families of the earth, your, 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 every member of the family of the earth will be blessed as a result of your seed. But look at this now. But yet, he doesn't have a child. And Abraham said, Lord God, what would thou give me? Saying, I go childless. And the steward, the steward of my house, is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, Behold to me. Thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine bowels shall be, shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth. God wanted to help him now, so that he won't be talking this kind of talk again. God wanted him to cooperate now. God said, I'll give you children. Abraham said, I can't see any. I, I'm too old to have. My wife is past menopause. So there's no way I could get, we could get any child. God said, but I will give you still. But as the years went by, Abraham couldn't, because he wasn't seeing it, so he thought, so one day God came again to speak with him, and Abraham said, see, all this, you want to make me great, you want to make it, it's not the thing. How can I be without a child? And God says, in other words, are you doubting me? I said, I will give you a child. In fact, I said, 
the whole families of the earth will be blessed from you then abraham wasn't catching it so god says okay i'll help you i will help you so and he brought him forth abroad god brought abraham forth and said look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them and he said unto him so shall thy seed be mark this mark this mark this something happened between them and he said unto him so shall thy seed be verse 5 again says he brought him forth abroad god brought abram out and says now look towards heaven so abram looked towards heaven god says can you count the stars can you count them and then he started out one two three you can imagine the stars of heaven in the night time four five six who can ever count them and he tried that as every time he tried to he lost count because he keeps counting something that he has counted before he said, i've counted that one before what's happening because there are so much and in his mind's eye he was able to grasp it so god said did you see how many they are that they couldn't be counted because they are too numerous to be counted god says that's how your seed will be so abraham saw that and when he saw it he was ready for the miracle he was ready god doesn't deliver a miracle to your head until you see it first how with your mind's eyes if you want to go beyond the natural level you know some people they are done with school and um, they say from here i'll just go and work okay those things are still normal they are normal of course as a child of god you have favor all around you especially if you have a pastor who prophesies into your life blesses you with the anointing all those things are very powerful they grant you favor they position you for favor favor as per what as per how you should go because you see because there is a natural way to go does not mean you may there's a lot of competition in the world as we speak and there are those that are very um connected and you are not they have the same qualification with you but they are connected more connected in fact they may have less qualification with you but they are more connected and you with your great you don't know anybody does it not even happen in the university people are trying to come in uh, this this child doesn't have enough scores they make it up to this uh, the uh, what they call it cut of mark is that what they call it and then he 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 knows somebody maybe the vc or maybe a professor there and so what they just have to do is remove the other guy's name say so he knows it doesn't matter who is this one you know this person so i don't know the person take off the name put his own name there why connection you see so but you know when you are under a man of god with some prophetic word uh uh can help you that kind of thing will not happen when they say do you know this guy say no don't don't remove that guy's name remove the other one so <laughs> because of favor those things are still natural things you understand but enhanced and helped by favor and god's grace but i'm talking about if you want to go beyond that level come out of school work in a good place wear your suit and all those things you want to go beyond that level you want to go to the level where you command money you have people under you serving you 
Brother, you need to cooperate with God. You need to see it. Some people call it dreaming. They call it dreaming. You dream it. You see it. You set your mind's eyes on where you're going. If you don't see it first, you will not have it. It's a principle in this kingdom. And I'm serious. Nobody ever gets anywhere unusual with God until he has seen it first. You will have to. When you see it, God says, yep, you have it. Because what did God say? Oh, say, I am blessed. Amen. Mm. Okay, let's run this off. Verse 6. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. How? He has to see before he could believe. Now, not physical seeing. When you see, when you want to see physically first before you believe, that's not faith. That's stupidity. Uh, that's some, that's unbelief. Okay, seeing is believing. No, it's wrong. Is right in the sense that if you are saying seeing physically is believing, I have to see with my optical eyes before I believe it. You're wrong. But if you say seeing is believing, I have to see with the eyes of my mind to believe it. You're right because you don't believe anything you've not seen with the eyes of your mind. You see that? So, God had to help him believe. After he saw that, he could see through the eyes of stars, then he believed. When he believed it, God said, yeah, that's it. And you know what God calls him? The father of faith. Woo! Because he saw it. He couldn't let it go. And right after that, the Bible reveals that God changed his name. He has seen it now. Alright, you can have it now. God said, now, it's okay. Your name is Abraham. He said yes okay um you're called assumed father that's the name of abraham assumed let's just assume he's a father you know that kind of thing <laughs> god said you are abraham assumed father yeah god said no you will not be called as you've seen it now you've seen your seed he said yes well, you can't be called assumed father anymore you're called the father of many nations and abraham believed it because he saw it he saw it with his mind's eyes his children will be all over they won't be able to count them as the, as the stars. Woo! And Abraham not only saw their uh, the number as per, as per uncountable, Abraham also saw that his kids will be stars. And I'm one of them, glory to God. I'm a star. Why did God use stars? Because he was going to bring forth stars. Oh, glory, 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 glory. I'll never be a local champion in my life. A star glory and so you see abraham saw it and god said now your name is abraham father of many nations father of nations father of many and abraham said i know i shall believe it i from what i saw ah, i believe it and so abraham started announcing to his neighbors hey i got a new name abraham and they started gossiping. He has lost his mind. He has lost his mind. <laughs> He's trying to make himself happy. And then God said, Your wife, Sarai, will not be called Sarai anymore, but Sarah, princess with God. And oh, I love Abraham. You know why she has to be called a princess? Because the woman was already getting old. 
don't get it old. She was old. She was old. So she has to be princess so that she can look young again and be like a princess. You understand? <laughs> because the Bible says the body was already, you know, she has stopped menstruating and she could not carry any baby anymore because she was weak physically. But now that she's got princess, ah, all the body will have to begin to receive strength. And say all of a sudden, Abraham start looking at that. You you seem to be looking really pretty nowadays. Yeah, because she's not princess. Oh, and that was this. They started announcing. You know, Abraham will be in the field, and Sarah will be somewhere. And Abraham will say, Sarah, my Lord Abraham. And neighbors were hearing all this. He said they've lost their support. Them. Oh, when you live so long without children, it start affecting your mind. <laughs> It sounded stupid. You know, when we begin to say the word of God concerning ourselves, it usually sounds stupid to unbelievers. Even to some Christians that are not educated in spiritual things. They say, why are you deceiving yourself? You say, I will never be poor in my life. Say, the guy is broke. He said, you never. <laughs> it sounds stupid. He says, I'm a bundle of success. Uh, what are you doing knowing if you are? I think you should be abroad somewhere. Say, I'm so rich. He said, uh, You are so rich. You are inside that wall. Sleeping in that wall. That. <laughs> you see, everything to them, they will have to they they be able to tell you oh, how, how wrong you are. Why? Spiritual things, they are foolish to the natural mind. When we talk like that, they don't know that we are agreeing. Saying the same thing in consent with God. It's called homologia, Greek. You're saying the same thing as God. Saying the same thing in consent with God. That means I'm saying what God has said concerning me. Oh, hallelujah. Hey! You say I'm a king. They say, where is your crown? You say I'm a king. Because that's what the word of God says. And then you be, begin to behave like a king. You see that? Begin to talk like it, act like it, dress like it, look like it, behave like a king. Carry yourself like it, eat like it. As a king, you don't buy corn on the road and you just. <laughs> a king wouldn't do that. You don't sit on the chair and you're. Will a king ever sit like that? No. Why? He's conscious of the crown. He knows he cannot sit like that. If he sits like that, the crown will fall off. So how does he sit? Straight. Like a king. Boy, I'm a king. The Bible says he is the king of kings. And he says ye are kings. That's what the Bible shows in the book of Revelation, chapter number one. You can read the sixth verse. I'm a king, I'm telling you. Okay, so you, you talk like this. How? You have to see it. We are making you, we are helping you see it. When I'm teaching like this, I'm, I'm helping your mind see it. The eyes of your mind. And that, those eyes are powerful. They are powerful. What you see, you attract to yourself. Either positively or negatively. That's the power of your eyes, your mind's eyes. Anything you see, you will attract. If you don't see it, 
you don't attract it don't live your life like a garden that's been left or uncultivated anything will grow on it have you ever seen a land that has been left, left and then uh, uncultivated and then all of a sudden rice just start growing beans and yams and you know all those things and you just get there and say ah miracle miracle you mean i let this land for years and all these things just start growing <laughs> the next time you show up on that land you'll find weeds there what are weeds or wanted plants weeds on that land and some other things we accompany them like some animals that you don't want you don't know where they came from snakes and so on and so forth where did you people come from this land was very clear and clean when i left it uh, it's because you left it without planting something you left it without doing something with it that's your life you can't live your life without doing something about it something will grow something will just have to happen nothing happen, happens by chance there is no such thing as what will be will be. If God said I will marry yellow person, I will marry. If he says it's black person, I will marry. If God says I will go there, I will go. If God says I will school abroad, I will school. If God says that you are stupid and you are talking stupidity because it's not true. If God says, if God says whatever will be, will be. Ah, they say will be being. <laughs> okay. There is no such thing as whatever will be, will be. You consciously guard your life. Plan your life. See with the eyes of your mind. And you talk yourself into what you're saying. You confess yourself into that. You prophesy yourself into that. You pray yourself into it. Not whatever will be, will be. And you know you're lying. You're deceiving yourself. Because whatever will be, will be. Who cooked for you this morning? Whatever will be, will be. Why didn't your rice fly inside your pot? Your pot on top of the fire and cook itself and you say it has been whatever will be, will be. You would have got hungry. Why do you have to stand up to go and cook? Why are we deceiving ourselves? You know, people, when they, they can't explain their failures and they don't want to take responsibility for any failure or success they don't want to bother themselves or struggle they say whatever we be we be i'm sorry for you no that's not how it works you must make something work i loved that in the word of god i love to see it again and again that i'm responsible for my life it can actually be all that i want to be in christ jesus it gives me joy and what do I do? I discover more principles on how to get there. More and more principles. And I forge in that direction. And I don't get discouraged. You may start out little in that thing. But it's a matter of time. Because you are still focused. You have your eyes on it. There's something you've seen with the eyes of your mind. You know you sure, 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 sure. Get there. You have to get there. Listen, I would never, never, never be poor in my life. See, I've so seen it. It has mingled with my spirit. Do you understand? Because I need to, the gospel needs to go all around the world. And I need money for it. 
I'm going to be so big. Ah, nothing can stop me. I've seen it. I'm not talking about vision now. Of course, I've seen visions, but those are not the things. Ever before I started seeing those visions, I've seen with my mind's eyes. I've seen it and I've talked myself into it. He says, though your beginning may be small, but your latter end shall be great. I would never be small. You see, after you've seen it with the mind of your eyes, you can now believe it. It becomes a believing. It becomes a part of you. Uh, in, in other words, inside you, you just know it. You begin to see yourself as, I'm, I'm relevant. I mean, there's something about me. I can never, I can't even think of envying you in any area. I always think I'm the best. That's why I think. It's from my own meditation. That's why I think. I think I'm the best. I mean, if there's anything God has produced that is the best, I am. Listen, I will never be small. If Jesus will have to come and die again, do you understand? It will have to happen for me to be small. The only thing that can stop me, bam, is rapture. And if rapture takes place, right over there, I will still be big. Glory to God. It's from conviction, a knowing. You see, and you have to see it. That's the reason for the teaching. We teach you so we can see it. We teach you. The Bible shows that we are healthy. But you have to see it for you to enjoy it. So we make you see it. The Bible shows that the very top belongs to us. It's kids. So we teach you so that you can see it. The Bible shows that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are the core according to his purpose. We teach you so you see it. Because if you don't see it, you will not believe it. And if you don't believe it, you can have it manifest in your life. That's the reason for teaching. God wants his children to see within what they have, who they have, who is Christ to them, who is God, who is the Holy Ghost. You have to see it, see it with your mind's eyes. And I told you, you are the one in control of that. Genesis chapter number, let's look at something more about Abraham. Chapter 13 now. <laughs> oh, look at this. Oh, I would like to read from the first verse. You there? And Abraham went up out of Egypt. He and his wife and all that he had. A lot went with him into the south. And Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. And in gold. And you know, before this time out, it wasn't like that. Until Abraham started working with God, he was not very rich in cattle, silver, and gold. But now he started working with God, you know, following God. That's why you must work with God. It's important. Working with God, you are you have no limitation. It can put you in any position. In a split second, God does not have to follow the normal rules. Do you understand the human rules? There are ways of doing things. There are methods and modules of randy. He doesn't have to follow all those. He's God. He's 
big. Listen, it's only God that can put a man in the position of the president of the nation without the man contesting. Only God does things like that. One time, there was a famine in a particular land. And then, it got to the extent that they were killing human beings to eat. In the scriptures, that's what the Bible shows. And then, the king was passing one day by a wall, a house. And then while he was passing, he heard arguments. He said, what's the matter? And they brought these two women be be before him. What's the matter? And one said, this is a wicked fellow. You see, we planned that uh, I will boil my own child yesterday and we will cook and eat. And she will have today and we will cook and eat. But after I did mine, today she refused. <laughs> that, <laughs> that I should take her son. So, they were just talking. It sounded normal to them. Because the farming was great. You understand? Great dirt. It was great such that they started killing human beings. And the king said, Huh? They were saying it normally. And the Bible says he tore his clothes. Because he didn't know it has gotten to this level. You see, when you're up there, you don't really know what people down there suffer. That's why the top is mine. You see, you, you're complaining, hey, fuel is expensive. Some people don't even know about fire. You go to the market, you talk, 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 talk. You want to buy one cup of rice. One Congo, like they call it here. And you will price it and price it. You go to like seven places just to get the one that is cheaper. Without much difference. 20 naira difference. Or is it 50 naira difference? How much? 650. 650. Is 600? You turn it argument. Imagine. Is 600? Is 650. You move to another one. How much is this? This one. This one. This. Is 600? They say it's 650. Is 600? You move away. I have a customer. And then you check all the markets. Why you're doing all of that? There is somebody who doesn't even get to know how much is what? He doesn't even get to know how much the bag costs. It's only just to see that across his leg they serve him. Don't you understand? There is something, there's an account or something that takes care of things like that. He, he doesn't get to bother. Money just flows and food coming. And I just gave a perfect description of me because I'm headed for the very top in the name of Jesus. So look at that king. He didn't know. They said it was farming, but yet he didn't know. He didn't know that he had gotten to the end. He heard it. But you know, king, we have to have food now. What do you think? But people were already killing. And he got, he got so troubled, tore his clothes, and says, God do so to me and more. If, according to their work in James English, if the head of Elisha, the prophet, does not come down today. He says, I will cut off his head today, that man of God. <laughs> because he said, how can we have a prophet? He's trying to hold him responsible. How can we have a prophet here? And yet there is famine. That's why I like to prophesy into your life a lot. Because whatever I say comes to pass. Do you understand? And so, this man of God had the responsibility of saying something. So it will come to pass in the land. But he kept quiet. So he said, ah, he said, <laughs> he said, go bring him. And as they brought the man of God, 
He say, today. Can you see what is going on? If you don't do something, the man of God has to quickly speak up. Don't worry, the Lord will do something. So do you have, have to prophesy. <laughs> so that he said, he said, listen, thus hear the Lord, as the Lord liveth, by this time tomorrow, there will be plenty of food. It will be so cheap that they sell the big cotton cook bread for 59. <laughs> <laughs> and the combo of rice for 100 naira. Ah, are you serious? The bag of rice, one five. Ah, hey. And why he prophesied like that? You know, when we prophesy, the reason why some people receive little is because they think they say, Ah, he has overstretched it. That one is too much. <laughs> I still prefer. How can Apostle say in seven days? I still prefer maybe one month. That thing I'm expecting will still take like two months. But one month, if I still get it one month, I'll be glad. So they reduce it. But you don't know that when that man of God was prophesying, he was speaking by the ability of God. And God, God has no limitations. So when he speaks for God, he speaks with his ability. And that means it's God that is talking, and that means God is the one that will carry it out. And if God is not limited, then His words, that man of God's word, has no limitation. Because, by the way, He's not the one that will do it. But you see, you have to receive based on your own sin. Have you seen it with your mind's eyes? Do you believe it? And you act accordingly. You have it. <laughs> Glory to God. And when that man of God prophesied that, that was exactly what happened. There was one fellow right there, one of the princes of the king, who said, ah, ah, man of God, you see, you talk too much, that's your problem. You overstretched it. Even if God should open window, he never can this thing be. Oh, I love that man of God. He's a street one. I think I like him. He said, listen, you will see it with your eyes, but you will not partake. Will you close my mouth? <laughs> and it happened for you. Oh, the Bible reveals extraordinary strategist. That's my God. He so organized things. You see, I was trying to tell you that it's only God that can make you the president of a nation without election or contesting. Only God does things like that. He turned that situation around in 24 hours and he used lepers. 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 And food came so much abundantly into Israel. There was so much that they started unshunning food, you understand. Say, Congo rice, Congo rice, 15 other, Congo rice, 15 other, Wow. Because they have so much. They've loaded their house with so much food, raiment. Because there are other things too. So much of these things. And then they still brought extra outside. Who wants to buy? Who wants to buy? And it happened for it. And the Bible says when that news came. And those people were coming, you know. They, they had to come. Uh, the people of the land. They had to come for the joy of it. And the crowd. You know, they were trying to come into palace. And, and it was trying to stop them. What are you doing? They trampled over his head. He saw the thing happening. But he didn't partake. 
they killed him it was a stampede because he was trying to doubt god who do you think god is you see you should learn to think big about god i mean the day will come that nations presidents of nations will come to seek me because they need my wisdom come to they will sit in front of me like this to seek me ah, are you serious well you don't have to believe it after all it's not your life it's me but may you be able to see it hey glory to god yeah. well 13th chapter genesis was today hmm. and abraham <laughs> verse 2 now and abraham was very rich in cattle in silver and gold and he went on his journeys from the south even to bethel unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between bethel and high unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first and there abraham called on the name of the lord a lot also which went with abraham at flocks and herds and tents hello did you notice something there did you notice something there a lot also which went with abraham had flocks and herds and tents now lot was abraham's nephew and when abraham was moving lot went with abraham but the bible reveals now check this verse 6 and the land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together for their substance was great so that they could not dwell together lot was a poor guy but then lot for associating with abraham and working with abraham lot became loaded listen i was saying something on thursday there are some covenant relationship destiny help us there are some that god has just poured something into them just for you for your greatness for you every time you find them and you walk with them you start shooting up effortlessly just because lord associated with abraham just it was not lord that god called it was abraham and all that lord had to do was just to walk and just to follow anyway it's okay and as long as he was doing that he got big because we have to be blessed too he's a follower and that grace we have to come up on him so he got big he got great but watch this now the bible says lord became so great almost like abraham it was not lot that was called but lot enjoyed every part of the calling every bit of the calling okay now the bible says that they had so much substance that the land could not take them together lot had become so big had a lot of stuff he had become so rich so where they dwelt became small and next the bible says and there was a strife between the herd man of abraham's cattle 
and the headman of headmen of Lord's cattle. And and the Canaanites and the Perizzites dwell then in that land. There was no fight between Lot and Abraham, but there was a fight between their headsmen. And the Bible says there were sinners around then, unbelievers around, where all these things was happening. So fight started happening. And so Abraham said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my headsmen and thy headsmen, for we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou would take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes. He lifted, say lifted. <laughs> you can imagine him posing while Abraham was telling him, yeah, yeah, there's a fight, yeah. Because he too had become big now, you understand? So Abraham said, if you want to go left, I'll go right. If you want to go right, I'll go left. Abraham was the one telling him. He said, choose anywhere you want. But you know, Lot was foolish. He acted foolishly. If you study about Lot, you see, not only this time, he acted some other places too, foolishly. You see, sometimes, you see, Abraham was a covering for Lot. Abraham was his help. Abraham was a good guy. Everywhere Abraham went was it. Because Abraham was a man of faith, walking with God. But Lot didn't have that walk with God. And so, as Abraham led Lot, Lot prospered. Because he just had to listen to Abraham to take steps. But then, he came to the time. For the first time, Lot was going to make his decision. If he were smart enough, he would have said, No, sir, you choose for me. Because you've been the one making the decision and I've been prospering. You just choose for me. Anywhere you say I go, I'll go. And Abraham, being a man of faith, would have chosen properly for him. But Lot was a man of the senses. How many times people have missed it? They were in the right place, but they left the place for another place. Because they were acting according to their senses. How many times? It happens, even today. It's also, no, 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 no. I mean, it's time. My level has gone beyond this, this one now. My level has gone beyond. I mean, and when we were there, that was when we... We didn't have a car. We didn't have. I was very poor then, but God has lifted me now. I have to look for a church where classic people are. You know, where we use Galeto. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but walking, AC blows our leg first. <laughs> uh, at my level, I shouldn't still be going there. And they get there and they come down, down. You know, when the fan stops rolling, it doesn't stop immediately, it still keeps rolling for a while. So, they are going down, but nobody is noticing. They themselves are not noticing. It still looks like things are fine. But they are going down until they go down and they are down. When they are now down, down, they will now think, what happened? Where did I miss it? They will now start thinking of that place again. But by the time they are coming back, somebody else filled the position already. So, they will now be peeping. How many times people have missed it? Somebody went to Benny Hinn's church. Got healed. She was in a church for years. Her parents grew up in that church. They always knew that church. But she was never healed. She was in that church for years. No healing. Then she went to Benny Hinn's church. Just one day, she got healed. And then she got thrilled. And she started attending that church. Got busy in the house of God. And her healing remained. But then, 
family member said, what are you going there to do? You got your healing, then come back here. You know, they started disturbing them. And she said, no, not only healing, I have God's protection here, blah, 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 blah. But they started pestering her and pestering her. The pastor called and sat down and said, that's what God wanted you to go and do there, just to go and get your healing. That's all God wanted for you. Come back here. And uh, she argued a bit. But later on, she started thinking about it. I have, I have a position here. I'm doing well here, of course, but I have a position here. All right, maybe that's God's plan for me, just to get my healing and get out of the place. And so, she went out of the place, went back to that church, and that thing came back on her. And this time around, it got so worse, she died of it. She couldn't go back to Benihim's meeting again. She was too ashamed. She was too ashamed because she had gone there to tell Benihim she's walking out of this place, she's leaving. Uh, she had to go back there. Uh, I have a job that I have to go and complete there. Uh, I have a position there. My work over there is suffering. So I have to go back back to that church. And then he said, you don't go. Stay here. Not only did you get healing, but there is a covering for you. He said, no. Uh, she went. When that problem came back, it came back worse. And she couldn't go back to the other side. Benin's church. She was too ashamed. And she died of it died of it you know there are times that you discover some things if you discover a connection between someone for your destiny be smart enough because the lord many times and that's the style uses things that are very very unattractive to bring out the best from you things that look unattractive The best gifts that God has given, even in his word, are usually wrapped with unattractive packages. Such that when you see the package, the body, you will not desire it. But inside is what you need for your life. But the outside is not attractive. That's how God works. Some people, that's how they miss it. They are looking for the one that, when they see the package on the outside, they see the package. Ah, this is it. This is it. This is it. But what is inside will not help them. But they don't know because they are men of the senses. They only look at the outside. When Jesus came, some of you thought that Jesus was very fine. Go read about him. He was Jesus of Nazareth. The Bible says there was nothing about him to be desired. He didn't look like it. Said so that's the Messiah. This one, you know. And that's why they, they fought him. They talked against him. So this one doesn't look like. I don't know what they were expecting. It didn't look like it. The Bible show, it was not the finest in Israel. So don't be deceived. It was not the finest. He didn't even go to school. That's how bad it was. They got surprised at him when he started teaching them scriptures. They, this one that does He didn't even go to school. How did he get to know these things? Unattractive. But he was their Messiah. They didn't know it. That's how people admit there was a guy that came here one time. And I knew by the Spirit of God that this guy is supposed to be here. I even I don't like prophesying to people like that. But that day I called him and said, let me tell you. Can I help you? He said, yes. I said, I'm seeing that you're supposed to be here. That was at the beginning of SKC. Really, really at the beginning. I said, I'm seeing that you're supposed to be here. I'm seeing you are so, this is where you are supposed to be. The guy nodded said he has it. Now, he's not here. He comes when we're having programs. He comes and goes. 
but i know where he would have been if he had been here if this is where he is spiritually i know where he would have been you know god does things for eternity every plan of god is for eternity now wherever he is he may be jumpy there see crowd and jumpy you know you know we we just started so uh, he may not want to want to associate with us but over there that he has gone where is he now spiritually where is he and this thing still has something to do with his destiny because you see when god is planning for your spiritual life he's looking at your destiny say hallelujah, hallelujah. so i wanted to see this so this is the problem of lot this was his problem and lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of jordan and it was well watered everywhere before the lord destroyed sodom and gomorrah even as the garden of the lord the place was well watered like the land of egypt as thou comest unto zohar then lord chose him all the plain of jordan lord said uncle i prefer this side <laughs> and lord journeyed east and they separated themselves did you see that the spirit of god said it clearly watch mark the words of the spirit of god and they separated themselves the one from the other the lord said separation took place and then something happened and the lord said unto abram oh no 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 verse what verse now 12. abram dwelled in the land of canaan and lot dwelled in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent towards sodom so that was where lot went because Sodom, you know, back then, oh boy, it was a booming place. It was a city. Things were happening. He saw the place shining. He saw, and you know, when they have all these good industries. Uh, my, my, I mean, when I take my things there, my cattle, they'll be well fed. They'll be well nourished. And plus that, a lot of people will come and buy from me. You know, rich folks are there. I mean, you want to get the best kind of house, that's the place to be. You know, you know it was nice to him. So when the uncle said to choose, he looked at this side, he saw this other side. This one is dry. No, I don't want. To. Uncle, I prefer this side. You know, he was going to leave the bad side for his uncle. So, uncle, you go there. That's your business. But this one, ah, with all this tall, high rise building that I'm seeing, I prefer this one. Skyscrapers, I'm going there. And the Bible says they separated one from the other. And they journeyed that way. Lot is men his wife his children journeyed that way let's see ah. verse 13 something that lord did not know but the men of sodom were wicked and sinners before the lord exceedingly lord did not see this one but god saw it and the lord said unto abraham after that lot was separated from him hey hey may i never miss it so all the time they were making the decision god was right there and god was looking at the foolishness of lot and god had to speak i'll never in my life bothered about somebody leaving me even if it's a pastor in this case he says he's going away say Ah, don't go after I've talked to you. You're not uh, bye bye because I was called of God. The moment you step out, another person steps in, takes your place. It, it won't even give me a wink. I mean, I won't lose a wink of sleep over it. Never, 
not at this level i've gone into work with god past all those levels don't, don't you understand i'm so sure of where i'm going i'm so sure of my future i'm so sure i cannot doubt anymore I, see i will say even if i were the only one that god sent i said don't go with anybody i will still take the whole world watch out i would see how will it happen oh i will take the, from wherever i am maybe inside my room i will take thank god for social media thank god for media thank god for radio thank god for tv the whole world why a man that is called is anointed there's a grace that produces the results unto victor peters after that lord was separated from him he says lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward southward eastward and westward <laughs> for all the land which thou seest to thee will i give it and to thy seed forever did you notice what god said he said you should look everywhere including where lot went to did you notice god said everywhere just look around everywhere including that place he says as far as your eyes can see uh, is yours including where lot went to but there's something i wanted to see here that brought me here for all the land which thou seest to thee will i give it and to thy seed forever and i will make thy seed as the dust of the earth so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, God is making him see more now with his mind. Dust, dust. So he's imagining dust. Then shall thy seed also be numbered. Then God said, Arise, walk through the land, in the length of it, and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. God said to arise, walk through. Stop. What was God saying? That Abraham should stand up and go and walk through the land round? That's not what God was saying. God wasn't saying arise physically and start walking through that's not what god said god was trying to tell him arise in your spirits walk through it with your imaginations he says walk through and abraham you know had that picture he walked through the land in his mind god already said as far as your eyes can see god wasn't talking about the optical eyes because the optical eyes were limited Abraham couldn't have, I will prove it to you soon, I'm coming. Abraham couldn't have seen beyond what he's seen. But Abraham looked, it's called the eyes of faith. When you look with the eyes of your mind, you're seeing with the eyes of faith. Abraham looked with the eyes of faith and he saw the whole world. And the Bible records to us, shows to us that the whole world was given to Abraham. Why? Because that was what he saw when God said, look. He pictured the whole world. That's how Abraham became the father of the whole world today. If he had limited his imagination to just what, that was what he would have gotten. God said, as far as your eyes can see. So he pushes himself to see beyond that place he saw the whole world. My goodness, how did he see the whole world? Because he remembered that God has told him before that the whole families of the earth will be blessed. So he, he made sure he saw the whole world. And God gave it to him. Do you know as we speak now, this whole world was given to one man by the name Abraham. He's the one that had the sea of hope. 
Why? Eyes of faith. When you learn to see, you cannot be limited. Never. You see, you, it will be bubbling in your spirit. You will just know why you still have to be alive. It's because you don't have dream. You don't have anything. Else. That's why you want to die. See, God, even kill me. Kill me now. You want to kill me. You don't have any dream. No, no usefulness. But when you have something you've seen, you've seen yourself somewhere. You've seen yourself touching lives. You've seen yourself somewhere. You've seen your position. You've seen how you helped your family come out of poverty. You've seen it. You've seen it. You've seen how you've helped others rise. How you helped feed other people. How you took the gospel around the nations. You've seen it. And you're looking at it. And it's right in front of you. Every time you pray about it, this thing is coming in front of you. You pray. It cheers you to pray more. You're seeing that. You won't think of death. Why? That thing you're seeing will keep you alive. Because it must be done. You won't be thinking, ah, God, just kill me. Kill me. Kill me. Kill me. I think everyone is better. Let me go to prayer. Kill me. You see, you are useless. That's why. If you are useful, you won't be thinking, there are people to touch. They kill me. No, brother. See, I see with the eyes of faith. So every time God wants to produce something more beyond the natural, you must see first with your mind's eyes. You shut your eyes and then you project yourself into that. You bring your imaginative power to work. You look at and don't be confused or confusing. Have that picture and stay with it. Don't have this one today and you have another one tomorrow. No! What I mean, don't have this one today. And for instance, you see yourself at the top today, the other time you're seeing yourself down. What you picture is what you attract. That's the power of your imaginative power. You attract yourself what you see. It will have to gravitate towards you. There's a force, gravitational force in your mind. It gravitates to you what you see. And you know, all through the scriptures, every time God wants to change a man's life and destiny, he makes him see first. You must see it. You remember that scripture, Second Corinthians chapter number 5, verse 17? If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. See! Did you notice that? Behold, see, all things have become new. You must see that all things have become new if you want to live that kind of life. He says, see, all things have become new. So when you see it, you believe it and you live like it. Everything has become new. That means I will never live a life of sickness anymore because I'm a new creature. I see it. I would never be small in my life. Glory to God. How many of you see yourself at the top? My place is at the top. I mean, you want to have the biggest supermarket, you have to see it first. Brother or sister, super mall, you have to see it first. You want to be in a place. I say, in 10 years' time, I would have been here. In the other years' time, I would have flied all around the world. Flying around. See it. See it. Begin to see it from now and project yourself. Don't say, I'll just be about. No, see it, brother. See it. 
see it. Some people see that they saw it that they failed in the course and it came to pass. Say, huh? I already knew it. That's why I had supposed to pray for me. Because I knew it to happen. You saw it and you had it. How could you have seen that kind of thing? Do you know the power that is resident in your mind? That's why you have it. Uh, you know, the guy is saying, I may not enter into the university, but the pastor said I will. He said I will. You see what he's saying? That's why we are limited with the anointing. We can't do everything for you. Because if we, if I jump, if I if I rub your head until the thing becomes burnt, if I touch it, lay hands, do everything. If the person I'm ministering to does not believe, nothing will still happen. Because that's the only limitation. If I'm dealing with myself now, it's me. But it's with someone else. No matter how heavy the anointing is, if you're not open, you receive nothing. You must see it with your mind. You see your divine else. You don't see yourself on the bed. If you see yourself on the bed, then you will be there. You will go there. So you don't see yourself. You see yourself working. You're beginning to feel these symptoms of pain in your body. It's looking like in a in, in few days, you may land on the bed. You may have to be taking drugs to bail yourself out of this mess. So just begin to see right now. Begin to see yourself coming out of it. See yourself not on the bed. See yourself working, jumping, happy. See yourself with money. Don't see yourself broke. Don't see yourself scratching the bottom of your pot. There's nothing more there. No, see yourself with plenty of food. You begin to see it with your eyes of faith. And while you see it, they begin to attract themselves to you. They'll magnet you. They'll just begin to magnet you. I see good in my life. It magnets you. Favor magnets you. Don't see that any, you just get there. They say it has finished. Just when you, you got there. Why? What kind of life is this? Don't see that they may not give me the job. Why? Why did you see that? It will happen. It will happen. So don't see all that. They, they said it's only five people they want. And you're seeing that you may not be one of those five. It will happen. But you picture yourself and say no. Even if there's only two of them that they want, I'll be one of them. Even if it's only one of them, and that will be me. You begin to see it like that. And when you see like that, it will help your confession. Because you would have believed now. When you talk, you will talk from knowing. You will just talk from your inside. I know that I know that I know that I'm a bundle of success. Glory to God. I know that I know that I know that I'm going places to happen. I know that I know that I know that the whole world is mine. I know that I know that I know that I will never be small in my life. I know that I know that I know that the top is mine. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I know that I know that I know that I will not beg for bread. I will not beg for food. In the name of Jesus, I will not beg for favor. I will not lobby around people for favor. In the name of Jesus, I know that I know that every door that I approach opens before me. I know that I know that I know that I know that everywhere I go God's grace is, is great upon my life God's grace is mighty over my life God's grace goes with me 
in me on me everywhere i go i attract good i attract blessings in the name of jesus the blessings of god are activated not only in my life but all around me in the name of jesus i know that i know that i know that greatness is my portion greatness is my portion greatness is my destiny greatness is my second name greatness in the name of jesus I know that I know. I know that I know. I was born for the top. I was born to be great. I was born to be healthy. In the name of Jesus, I was born to be wealthy. I will never be small. I will never be down. I will never be sick. I will never... This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806. 0876043 or 0816 Thank you and God bless you.